This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4, and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Join us now as we go to the live broadcast of Spiritual Appetizers podcast. Welcome, and thank you for joining us in another live episode of Spiritual Appetizers podcast, episode 197, Disciples Have to be Made, Part 2. The spiritual appetizer that we, that we will be using in this episode is from Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. Part 2, Adults. Turn with me now to Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus recognized that in order for disciples to be made, the church has to go. The church has to go into all the world and make disciples. Church, we need to remember that disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. They will not just spontaneously come into existence, no matter how much we want them to. Jesus understood this. He understood that we have to go into all the world and make disciples. Too many people today just want their lifestyle, their example to make disciples, but that's not the way that it works. Notice that Jesus told us to go. And if we recognize that he has all authority, according to Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, then we will listen to him and we will go and make disciples baptizing them in the name of the Son and of the Father and of the Holy Spirit. And then notice in verse 20, this is one of the reasons why we know that it's just not our example that's doing the converting or making the disciples. It says, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. Part of teaching is opening up our mouth and preaching to them. In Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, which is another telling of the Great Commission. It says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be condemned. In Matthew chapter 28 and verse 20, it says, Teaching them to observe. In Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, it says, Preaching the word to them. And so we have to remember, as members of the Lord's church, that disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. No disciple that has ever become a disciple of Christ has just spontaneously come into existence. He's had to hear the message of the gospel, and he's had to be obedient to it. It does not just spontaneously happen, and Jesus understood this. And so he commanded his disciples to go and to make disciples, teach them the word of God, and to baptize them into the Lord. Baptizing them into the Lord is a part of making 
disciples. We cannot make disciples without baptizing them into the Lord. That's why baptism is absolutely necessary for salvation. That's seen in the Mark's account of the Great Commission when he tells them to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Well, if salvation is the goal, then we have to do both parts that Jesus told us to do. Go and preach the gospel. He that believeth and is baptized will be saved. We cannot leave one or the other parts of that great commission out. If we leave belief out, then we don't end with the result of salvation. If we leave baptism out, then we do not end with the goal of salvation. That's what that word and means. Believe and is baptized. It ties two things of equal matter together in order to have the conclusion. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, it says, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. It says, go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. You have to make disciples. They have to hear the word of God preached, and then they must be baptized into Christ. This is part of the teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. Church, we need to remember that we have to make disciples. They don't just spontaneously happen. If disciples spontaneously happened, the church would be full of people coming to God. In Acts chapter 8, verses 30 and 31, we have an example of a disciple being made. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. And so we see Philip going to the Ethiopian eunuch. If Philip had not went to the Ethiopian eunuch, then the eunuch would have never been converted because he didn't understand what he was reading. Notice with me again these two verses. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. And so the eunuch was trying. He was trying to understand what Isaiah was saying, but he was having problems with it. And so Philip came to him and he explained to him what Isaiah was teaching. Going on in verse 32, it says, The place in the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his justice was taken away. And who will declare his generation? for his life is taken from the earth. So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does the prophet say this, of himself or of some other man? Notice what it says here in verse 35. Pay careful attention to what it says here in verse 35, because this is very important. Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. Now, as they went down the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Why was it so important that we pointed out verse 35? Philip, beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. doesn't say that he preached baptism to him, but we understand that baptism was a part of preaching Jesus because of the response of the eunuch. The eunuch saw water. 
says, Now as they went down the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? All it says about what was taught to him is that Jesus was taught to him. Well, how is the correlation? What is the correlation between Jesus and baptism? Well, we know what the correlation is. In Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be condemned. Jesus taught baptism for salvation. And so, of course, when teaching Jesus and teaching the commands of Jesus, remember the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Part of teaching Jesus is teaching what Jesus commanded. Jesus commanded baptism for salvation. And so when Philip preached Jesus to the Ethiopian eunuch, he was preaching baptism to him. We know this because the eunuch concluded, see, there is water. What does hinder me from being baptized? Going on in verse 37, it says, Then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. Now, a lot of the denomination world today believes that baptism is an outward sign of an inward faith. Well, if that's the case, why didn't they wait until they got into the city where there would have been people to watch? The eunuch saw there's water as they were going on the road. And he commanded the chariot to stop and to stand still right there. Well, there's nobody around except for Philip, the driver, and the eunuch. And the urgency of being baptized was so urgent that they stopped at the nearest water and they went down into the water and Philip baptized the eunuch. The urgency of it was exactly what Jesus said. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized will be saved, but he that believeth not will be condemned. If he had not been baptized and something would have happened to him on the road, then he would not have been obedient to Christ. Because Christ says it takes belief and baptism to equal salvation. In 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 21, the apostle Peter wrote, The like figure whereunto baptism doth now also save. Not the pitting way of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so the eunuch understood the necessity, the urgency of being baptized right there. There's water. What does hinder me? Philip preached Jesus to him. In preaching Jesus, the eunuch understood baptism. He saw water. He didn't wait till the next town. He commanded the chariot to stand still after he made the great com confession. And they went down to that water right there because it's in baptism that our sins are washed away. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Repent and let each one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the forgiveness of your sins. Baptize for the forgiveness of your sins. That means at that point, your sins are washed away. Church, we need to remember, disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. Not even with the Ethiopian eunuch. Does he spontaneously become a Christian or a disciple of Christ? He has to be taught the message. Jesus had to be preached to him, which meant baptism had to be preached to him. And he had to go down into that water and be baptized. Philip had to make 
a disciple of Christ, teaching him to observe all things that he had been commanded. Disciples of Christ, they don't just spontaneously happen. If we're not out in the world preaching and teaching the gospel, then it's no wonder nobody's coming to Christ. We have to be out in the world evangelizing in order for people to be coming to Christ. Church, we need to remember, disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. Turn with me to Romans chapter 10, verses 14 through 17. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all, all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You see right there. In verse 17, it tells us so clearly that disciples do not just spontaneously happen. They have to hear the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In verse 14, how can they hear without a preacher? It's not possible for them to hear the message of the gospel without a preacher. A preacher is so necessary. That's why Jesus commanded us to go into all the world and preach the message of the gospel. Because the message of the gospel is God's saving message. Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Church, we need to remember, disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. No disciple that has ever become a follower of Christ has just spontaneously happened. They've had to hear the message of the gospel because someone cared for them enough to teach it to them. And if someone doesn't care for them enough to teach them the message, they're going to wind up being like the Ethiopian eunuch if Philip had never went to him. He would have been confused. He would never have understood. He would have never saw that water and said, there's water. What does hinder me from being baptized? Disciples have to be made. Jesus understood this. Notice with me Luke chapter 19, and we're going to read verses 6 through 10. Luke chapter 19, verses 6 through 10. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. This is talking about Zacchaeus. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor. And if I have it taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Today salvation has come. How? Why had salvation come to him? Jesus had come to his house, and he had asked he had repented of his sins, the sins that he had in his life. He said, look, if I've taken anything, I'm going to restore it to the people that I've taken it from. Not only am I going to restore it, but I'm going to restore more than what I took. Then notice verse 10. Jesus said, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. 
doesn't say the Son of Man has come for people to come to him, but that he had come to seek and to save that which was lost. He was actively looking for the lost so that he could help them come to God. And that's what he commissioned us to do. Go out into all the world and preach the message. Go teach the message to lost souls. Don't wait for them to come to you. You go to them, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Church, we need to remember, disciples have to be made. They do not just spontaneously happen. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.